We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Welcome to episode number 108 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I've been around the video game industry for a very long time at places like Pixelkin and IGN. I'm also the mom of a five-year-old. I am joined by fellow mom, Regina McMenemy, who is the mother of a three-year-old. She's from the Geek Embassy and the author of the forthcoming book, Mothering the Game. Hi, Regina. Hi. Job's done. How was the beach? How was the beach? <laughs> the beach was fantastic. Well, I've been twice now to the beach <laughs> since oh, I last talked nice. to you guys. Last week we were in Gig Harbor, and this week we're at the Oregon coast in um, Rockaway Beach. So, yeah, there's been lots of sand in my house. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing about the beach. Like, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's so cool to, like, be there, but the sand, mm-hmm. man, I hate the sand. Everywhere. Just on this one in particular, yeah. I just took, we have those like rubber mats in the back of the car. And so I, I yeah. pulled it out today and dumped it out. And I'm like, wow, that was a lot of sand. <laughs> it is two beach trips in a yeah. row though. So I guess I have, you know, good reason. Yeah. But yeah, but it's fun. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, And then we're also joined by Steven Dutzman, who is editor and founder of EngageFamilyGaming.com and the father of three kids. Hi, Steven. I cannot wait for these kids to go back to school. <laughs> I want them back at school. When now. do your kids go back? Next week? Uh two, two weeks. Two weeks? Oh wow. Like I on Facebook I have two more weeks. friends that ha already have their kids back in school than not at this point. Like all of my friends in California, their kids are already back in school. My cousin in Georgia, I mean, like yeah. all of them. It's crazy. I think there's something to be said. Like the last couple of weeks of August, like I mean, come on, just get in school. I mean, (laughs) I guess it depends on if there's air conditioning. No, the reality is if you're going to do the same number of days, I think I would rather June off than August, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like if it's the same for the kids, what's the difference? Just, just get them out Well, that's what I was trying to figure Um, out. Like I understood here, um, we had lots of snow days last year, so I'm sure Nicole did too. Um, Yeah. uh, And I'm not in the public school system yet. My daughter's not old enough, but. A lot of my mom friends, local mom friends, were complaining that summer, like, went, or school went into, like, June 20th or something like that. And yeah, the kids were going yeah. back August 15th or something like, something like this week. Oh, wow. So they really? only had, like, not even quite six weeks off. Um, yeah, up here they go, like, into almost the end of June, but they don't start until after Labor Day. Yeah, see, that's what and I always thought. Anna yeah. actually starts um, even later. The kindergartners start a week later. So that they can get all of the bigger kids sort of in the school mm-hmm. and in their routines so that, like, it's not mass chaos of everybody. Mm-hmm. It's just mass chaos of the kindergartners. <laughs> um, but that also gives us a chance we're going to get to have one-on-one meet, uh, a meeting with her teacher before she starts. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, that's awesome. Help. Yeah. It's really, really cool. cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So she doesn't go back until the 11th. Um, wow, yeah. Which is okay because, you know, we're going to be at PAX the weekend before and that gives her a week if she's going to get sick. That <laughs> 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 she can get over it. So, um, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm just ready, man. I'm just done. I'm done. <laughs> they need to go back to school. Um, you know, I mean, the, the daycare is closed officially. The wife is officially at work. Yeah. And so now we've got like two weeks of, um, you know, my sister watching 
Megan mm. while the, the two boys are home alone. And the first day, uh, that went super great. Um, the oldest knows how to make mac and cheese, at least theoretically. Uh, he does not know how to make mac and cheese in a clean way. So when my sister came to pick them up or see them at the end of the day, it was like he killed something. Um, something orange and, when you get a text- and squishy. Yes. Um, and so he texted me and then called me at work in the middle of it to say, Dad, I can't make mac and cheese. You need to order us pizza because I dropped a bottle of teriyaki sauce in the basement. And I went, oh, man. And so he knocked over a full unopened bottle of teriyaki sauce off of our pantry. Oh, my gosh. Um, and uh, he was telling me that he couldn't walk down there because he – you know, like he was afraid to step on glass. And first I was like, bro, like, just go walk. Just go walk. You'll be Put fine. And he's on. like, but I don't, I'm not wearing shoes. Right. And he's like, but, and I'm like, you own shoes. And like, go, <laughs> go put on sandals. Like, you're fine. He's like, but dad, I can only see part of this bottle. And I'm like, dude, take a picture of it on your phone and show me this nuclear disaster. And it turned out, that it basically, you know, if you took like a Coke bottle and like just dropped it straight down and if it was a glass bottle, the bottom might break and it would just kind of tip over, uh-huh. but it wouldn't necessarily like Shatter, explode. Yeah. It basically like fell and like collapsed in on itself. And it was mm. a, a, a mess that I would say was a little smaller than like a small Frisbee. Really not okay. the end of the universe. Right. And the most important thing is it was maybe two or three feet away from where the mac and cheese was. Like, he was fine, but he made this big deal out of it. Ugh. I had to talk them through how to clean it. He's like, no, I can't do it. It's not safe. You have to clean it up. And I'm like, if you leave teriyaki sauce just to, to like, stink up my office downstairs. Because, by the way, the pantry is just a few feet away from me. Yeah. Um, I I will end. And he was like, oh, okay. So, so he so he decided not. And by end him, I mean I just won't let him play any of the video games that come out later on this right. month. No, that's right. good enough. Uh, yeah. That's basically death. Yeah. Um, uh, Mario vs. Rabbids. Hello. Right. Um, yeah. So he, uh, they cleaned it up. The two of them managed. Yeah. Um, so I want to be, I'm very proud of them. Yeah. Um, today they had sandwiches. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, at least they we know that if to... you know to be very careful around broken glass. I mean, right? That's a good thing not, for them to know. <laughs> I, you know, hidden in there, there was a lot of reassurances. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, because he totally could have just bumbled through yeah. there with bare yeah. feet. <laughs> he could have not called me. Yeah. He could have. Like, there's lots of things. There's lots of reassurances there. Yeah. But it was still a mess. Right. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. They did a good job cleaning up. I only had to do a little bit of mopping when I got home. Okay, yeah, so that's good. cool. So speaking of making a big deal out of nothing, so yesterday Anna was upstairs playing with Legos, and something that she had built just crashed. You know the sound that Legos make when they just all fall apart. Well, I heard that, and then afterwards I heard, damn it, this effing, effing, effing says SOB. I was like... <gasps> Whoa. (laughs) It's a good thing that I was downstairs and not near her because I was laughing. It was just the funniest thing in the world. Um, But yeah, so uh, Isaac and I, like, you know, we just, we don't, you know, 
edit ourselves around her because we don't care. They're just words, you right. know, but obviously she's going to get in trouble if she does it in school. So we're going to have to have yeah. a conversation about that. It was just so funny, though. It was like one right after the other different expletives. I was like, wow. <laughs> uh, anyhow. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah. That's a thing. It's just, it's so funny when it comes out of a five-year-old's mouth. Because, you know, they've got this sweet, innocent-sounding voice. And then, yeah. And sailors, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So that's my that's my parenting issue uh, uh, for this week. You'll manage. Um, I'll manage. I believe in you. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fine. Um so let's let's jump into some. Oh, I don't know. Do we want to have our little Game of Thrones quick thing first, or should we wait till the end for that? So I need to get a soda. So why don't you guys Do our, knock okay. that out? Okay. And then I'll come back and then we'll talk about all the right. video games. Does that sound does that sound good? Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. I'll be back in a minute. Okay. <laughs> and we are uh, serious okay, people. So, he he does actually go away and get a soda when we do this. This does. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. He just got out of his. Yeah. Um, so. So spoiler, 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 yes. um, and we're going to talk about this later tonight on the Geek Embassy Watches Game of Thrones, so you need to keep an eye out for that, yeah. but oh my god, <laughs> Cersei is pregnant, what, what, what? It was, I was okay. like, are you kidding me? <laughs> no, we have to go back, because the way she gestures, so she doesn't come out and say I'm pregnant, she like puts her hand yes, I know. Like, on her body. I missed it the first time we watched yeah, it. Yeah, and at first, like, I literally thought she did like a crotch grab. She's like, we, no, seriously, I thought she said, we need to protect this, and grabbed her crotch, yeah. and I was like, what? <laughs> what? We need to protect your box? Like, come on. Yeah. I, I, I totally missed it, too, until, you know, Jamie's like, who are you going to say is the father? Right. And I'm like, oh, she's pregnant. Right, yeah, it, t- it took me a so. minute, too, because I was like. Like, cause she had a dark, it was like a dark dress and, and this was the situation where, so we just got back. So I didn't watch it until last night. So it's Wednesday Uh when we record people. And so I had to go through two days of like trying to avoid everything on Facebook. And of course there's like, all of our friends are like tagging me in Facebook, (laughs) on Facebook in Game (laughs) of Thrones stuff. And I'm like, "Mm, I can't look yet. Anyway. Um, so we're watching it with my daughter's like stretch between the two of us and we've got a tablet it was like your bathroom thing right yeah <laughs> so i'm watching it kind of at an angle and so it was kind of off color too because it was in an angle yeah. while i was watching it and so she's wearing all black because now this is like both her and Daenerys have to wear just black for whatever reason right um and so when she reached down like i'm like where why is she grabbing like seriously thought she was grabbing her crotch <laughs> we need to protect this and i'm like what <laughs> See, Stephen would have enjoyed this. See, he would have really enjoyed this. I'm just going to say. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. I just, you know, it totally, like, I totally missed it. Yeah. Like, I was watching it with Isaac, and then I'm like, oh, my God, did she just say she was pregnant? So I watched it again. Um, Of course I watched it. Right. And I do the whole time. Uh, Yesterday, just to to make sure it was clear. Uh, But, yeah, so that's the... um, the shocking thing, yep. but but also Gendry, yes. Gendry's back. As soon as Davos drawing. walked walked in, and I saw the smithing uh-huh. stuff, I'm like, oh, here it comes. Yeah, well, that Gendry's that back. was one of the things yeah. that had been spoiled to me because I'd seen a picture of him, so I knew he was oh, in the yeah. episode, and 
um, as soon as he said, I have some, you know, business in Flea Bottom, I'm like, yeah, he's going to Gendry. <laughs> I yeah. didn't say it. I said yeah. it when he was walking up there to Chris, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I love that he's using um, a battle hammer mm-hmm. instead of a sword mm-hmm. because that's what Robert Baratheon mm-hmm. used a hammer and not a sword. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so super cool. Was good. What else? Was good. John petting the dragon was awesome. I mean, I think I knew like when he, he when he doesn't when he didn't back down from that dragon and then he took his yeah. glove off. I'm like, oh wow, he's gonna try to pet it. But the the more interesting thing was like. How Daenerys, she seemed like a little taken aback. Taken aback. Yeah, she yeah, really did. That Drogon, yeah, that Drogon was actually like, like friendly. Yeah, yeah, relating to to someone else. But you know what it is? I think it's the Targaryen. Yep. Scent. Yeah. Well, I mean, he <laughs> I actually, know, like the way they the way they shot it with the dragon, like took like a couple of deep inhales before he let him like reach yeah. out to him. I'm like, yeah, he's smelling. Yeah, he smells familiar. Yep. Yeah. Whichever. And also, oh my god, I love how they just slipped in the information about Rhaegar Oh my god. Liana. I wanted to like... Yeah, just slipped it in. It's, Sam's not paying any attention. No, I wanted to like strangle him. I'm like, no, let her finish what she's saying. Don't mansplain this yeah, away. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. This Prince Rhaegar, right. his maester, gave him an annulment, and then he married, married someone else in a secret ceremony. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I mean, I knew that it was going to be coming soon because they were making this whole big thing about John being a bastard. Right. Like, that last episode, it was all, like Missandei asking him. And right. I was like, I'm like, why are they, they doing this, this so yeah. much? So he's not. It's because he's not one. Of course. <laughs> he's a true-born Targaryen. Thrones, so everything yes. is bait and switch. Yeah. So, uh, so so yeah. Lots of talk about um, Littlefinger's little. He's plotting Uh, again. He was thrown off balance for a while there, but I think he's he's back on his feet. Well, we'll see. I'm hoping that Arya's still smart enough to to see through him, but we'll see. Hopefully, yeah. She kind of fell for his trap in this last episode, though. Thinking she was was outsmarting him when he set her up. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and it's funny how he, he used that, um, the, the scroll is that one that Cersei made Sansa write, like, way back in yeah. season one, yeah. after, you know, Ned's uh, got ambushed. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see. I'm so excited for, you know, more. And I will, uh, that's, uh, I'll stop now. <laughs> Steven's back. <laughs> Steven's back, so I'll stop now. Um and uh, and we'll move on to video yeah. games. But How's definitely, yeah, don't stop on my definitely account. Definitely check out my account. the Geek Embassy watches yeah. Game of Thrones. It'll be available Friday. It'll be available before this is on the 18th, August 18th. Yeah, so cool. check that out. All right. Yeah. So video games. Gamescon is next week. Gamescon is annual convention that takes place in Germany. It is the largest gaming convention in the world. First few days are trade only, and then they have a couple days that are open to the public, which is what E3 should have done. Yes. IMO. Um, totally. But anyhow, so huge conference. Uh, there's not a huge amount of news about what's going to be there. Um, Tech Radar put together a sort of list of the big things, like uh, Forza 7 from Microsoft, Super Mario Odyssey from Nintendo, and the remaster of Shadow of the Colossus from Sony, and they said FIFA 18 from EA, 
Evil Within 2 from Bethesda, uh, Far Cry 5 from Ubisoft, and they expect um, Gwent to be there as well. Gwent was big at the uh, at last year's. If you don't know, Gwent is the was the in-game card game from The Witcher 3, which they have extracted and made it its own game. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, because so y- why wouldn't you make a card game right now? Right. <laughs> yeah. um, I think it's been it's been fairly successful though. I mean, it's different. It's not like it's not like a traditional card game. It's different, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, I, I agree. It. No, it's different. It's different. Okay. I mean, how about it's different enough that it's not a copy? Okay. But it's in the same market, right? Yeah. Like Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter are different games, but we put them in the same category. But I would never confuse right. the two of them. This is a similar type yeah. of situation. Uh, I will oh, say the okay. card market, like, basically, if you own a fantasy property <laughs> and you are not making a card game out of it, um, <clears throat> Squaresoft, or Square Enix, rather, <clears throat> you did something wrong. Um, I'd just like to pull, throw this out to the universe, uh, Square Enix. Um, <laughs> you put out a card, you have put card games in like eight of your different games. <laughs> Maybe you should just take one. Like, if you tell me that nerds would not lose their mind over Triple Triad from, uh, Final Fantasy VIII, I think it was, um, mm-hmm. you're, you're drunk. Because <laughs> nerds would lose their freaking minds over it so um but the uh we do know those are the games that are already announced yeah um but we do know that microsoft ea and sony are all having press conferences basically it's gonna be like a mini e3 um and the last time microsoft had a press conference at gamescom they announced it was two years ago they took last year off it was two years ago they announced four uh they announced um, Gran Turismo Sport. Um, they announced, uh, they gave us a big update on Dreams. Um, and two years ago, they actually told us all about Detroit Become Human. So, like, they announced big things. Um, and clearly, they don't just have press conferences just to have them. So, I yeah. suspect that we might actually see something. The only reason that there might not be a huge amount of stuff from Sony is because they have PlayStation Experience coming up, which we'll talk about later yes. on, I'm sure. And they're also but, doing pa- uh, Paris Games Week as yeah, well. So. Exactly. So they're doing the full court press. The last time they did a full court press like this, it was actually a, they made a lot of announcements. Yeah. Sony um, is now it's it really just appears that that's their pattern. So I think we'll see a lot of cool stuff. The only downside is it's in Cologne, Germany. Uh-huh. Is that the convention? Is that not the conventions? The press conferences are all at super weird times. So. Yeah. Um, you know, I think one of them, one of them is at like three in the afternoon on a Sunday, which isn't that big of a deal. Uh, but yeah. there's another one that I think it's like six in the morning Pacific. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's like, you know, so these are definitely ones that you're going to watch live streamed later. Um, yeah. but, or you, or you don't really need to, right? and you can just catch up on the news cause everybody's going to mm-hmm. have a, uh, like a catch up post. Um, Shout out to Engage Family Gaming, who will have catch-up posts. But, it, I mean, but this is going to be a cool convention, man, because it it's getting bigger because they're recognizing the importance of the European audience, especially Sony. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I expect that maybe we'll see some surprises. I mean, Sony's got to save some stuff for PSX, but you never know. They've yeah. got so many studios, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Gamescom has now been the biggest gaming convention for... Oh, for a few years. 
more than oh, yeah. two years. Easily. It was when I was at IGN, too. Um, but uh, that also means that I get to be a single mom again this week. Hooray! <laughs> oh, is Isaac going over to do yes. his uh, Halo yes. Wars 2 stuff? Yes, he's going over to do the Halo Wars 2. He's very upset that he's going to miss the eclipse. So, oh, um, yeah. That sucks. I know. Seriously. Because he's got, you know, he's crazy into photography. Right. So he was going to do all kinds of yeah, special that's stuff. That's exactly what my and husband's like, well, doing. You'll, <laughs> he's like, well, you're going to, he's like, you're going to need to do this. And I'm like, I don't know I anything don't about wanna, this. <laughs> I don't want to touch this camera. It is so expensive. Like, I just, I just, anyhow. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> yes. Um, anyhow. Uh, Okay, so yeah, so that's Gamescom. Uh, Steven mentioned a little bit PlayStation Experience. That has been announced now. That will be December 9th and 10th at the Anaheim Convention Center in California, which is where they held it last year. Tickets are on sale right now. Uh, early bird tickets are $65. Other standard two-way tickets are going to go on sale later for $75. You have to be at least 18 to attend, so so no kids. Um Unless you're famous. That's what I found at E3 quite a few years. It's like, they're like 18 and over only. But, you know, they've got like, I don't know, Miley Cyrus before she was what she is now. Um, <laughs> when she was still Disney. <laughs> at the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So, no kids unless you're famous. Um, I don't know if Sony would have anything like that anyhow. Um, okay. So, the people who buy the early bird tickets are going to be able to attend a special event quote unquote um which allows them to get up this is quoting the GameSpot article get up close and personal with game developers and playstation personalities i who are playstation personalities shoot oh okay yeah i um, guess so i i would maybe think that the kind of funny guys might fall huh. in under yeah you know, yeah. I mean, if Greg Miller is going to be there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, It'll probably be Greg. Th- I mean, Greg will be one of them. Greg will be one of them. It won't be Colin. He's not doing video games anymore. Right. Um, R.I.P. But um, the but I would bet him, Shu, um, Geo Corsi, mm-hmm. you know, probably come out in some Vita hockey jersey and talk about Vita games for like a half hour um, <laughs> with fans. Um, and they have, I'm sure they have their own slot, a uh, slate of playstation sponsored like youtubers there's this just gotta yeah. be um i would presume i mean street fighter 5 is a playstation exclusive so i mean they might have some street fighter dudes yeah or ladies you know mm-hmm. they want to yeah. so yeah, they want to get like ricky ortiz so right yeah and also the the end of the capcom cup is going to be yeah. um at there as well and it's always that is always such a cool event because they sony they put money into this event, right? Like, this is yeah. their big thing. So, like, sometimes the Capcom Cup events are, like, you know, they're a little just whatever. This right. one is, it's, from a production value standpoint, it's almost like Evo, right? Like, it's a yeah. big deal. They're really proud that it is there. Yeah. Um, so, it's it's kind of neat watching yeah. that. Even though the people watching it are, in a lot of cases, are, like, just PlayStation fans that happen to be seeing a Street Fighter event, so they don't really know what to get excited about. Right. <laughs> It's yeah. kind of like bringing a bunch of moms to a wrestling match. They don't really know. You know, they don't care, generally. Like, bringing my wife to a, a Raw event, she'd be like, well, yeah. what am I supposed to cheer for? Yeah. Who am I supposed to boo? It's kind of one of those things. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Uh, 
just a, a side thing about wrestling is they uh, Isaac's uh, team, his little small publishing team um, at three four three, they did like an offsite event thing, and it was wrestling because one of the guys was like really crazy into wrestling, and Isaac was like, "What?" They've had some crazy kind of uh, team uh, offsite things. One year they went curling, um, which was another weird thing. And uh, PAX tickets went on sale while they were out curling. Isaac was so mad. Um, <laughs> anyhow. So so yeah. Isaac does not like the wrestling? No, he does not. Right. Yeah. He strikes me as a more serious man, right? Like, <laughs> doesn't strike me that wrestling is a little bit too stupid for him. Like, and I mean that with yes. respect. Yeah. Because I've now officially met the man. Right. Yes. He does not strike me as a guy that would be like, holy crap, look at this fake stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I was out until 2 a.m. Eastern uh, uh, at a at a video show doing fantasy booking, which is literally like basically talking about your own storyline that you wrote for various characters. Like, I'm not even kidding. That That's a thing that people do on the Internet. And I went and did it. And I'd like to think that I'm pretty good. Well, I guess I'm well I'll share that on Twitter later. Okay. Um, I wanted so, to plug that somewhere, so I'm glad right. that you found a way. Yeah. So, um, so you also mentioned um, Street Fighter there. So uh, Street Fighter is turning 30. Wow. I am so freaking old. <laughs> <laughs> I am so old. <laughs> so Street Fighter is turning 30, so there's going to be some special DLC costumes available for Street Fighter V. They're going to be four bucks a piece. The costumes are for M. Bison, Gael, Ibuki, and Karen. Hopefully I pronounced all those correctly. You did, in fact. Congratulations. Oh, yay. yay. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, so if you're playing Street Fighter V, there'll be, um, there'll be more things. Or, I didn't look at these costumes, Stephen, or any of them. So really they're cool. formal wear. They're formal oh, attire. Okay. So, oh, okay. like, Gael is a military guy, so he's uh -huh. in the Air Force. So it's, like, it's, it's you know, the... The, the navy with the gold on the side yeah, and the yeah. hat. So it's it's his dress blues. Um, Karen is a little weird because she's like very French, I think, okay. or British. And she's wearing like this really, really pretty like Chinese robe. Huh. W whatever though. I mean, it's a skin. Um, Ibuki is just, you know, she's a ninja. So she's wearing, you know, flowery ninja clothes. And uh, <laughs> M. Bison is wearing like a very serious looking um you know kind of look it's like an outfit that you would picture a dictator in like in his no. dress like okay. parade attire so that kind of which makes sense because he is a dictator in a fictitious world so um i, I think they're cool these yeah. are neat skins um this is one of those things that like if you have your guy like if your main is guile you're excited because you can buy a new skin yeah um but i mean you're not gonna buy it unless it's your main or somebody that you play yeah. You know, a lot of people complain, oh, man, it's another 15 bucks because it's four more skins. It's like, really? I don't think you need to spend four bucks. Like, I would never buy a Guile skin. I can't figure out how to play that guy. I'm just a mess. <laughs> right. So it's like I'm never going to spend $4 on him ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like that really doesn't matter to me. But I, I, I play Karen once in a blue moon, so maybe I would, but probably yeah. not, you know? So it's just more of that. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. They sound kind of boring compared to the Overwatch ones. 
So it's a so here's the thing. This is because it's the 30th anniversary. They have some crazy ones. Oh, okay. Um, okay. they have. I mean, they have some crazy ones in Street Fighter Two. Um, the the difference is this is just because it's the 30th anniversary. So they're oh, like dressing okay. up to celebrate the 30th anniversary. Okay. Um, but they have you know Christmas themed ones, and they have one where Zangief, who's the Ru- Russian wrestler, looks like Macho Man Randy Savage. Okay. Um, like they have some real dumb skins. So don't uh-huh. don't. Don't don't think that this isn't that like that okay. that level of crazy. It's just okay. this particular batch is them dressing up. Um, I don't know why they only have the four characters. Maybe it's just these are the ones that were announced. Like, why oh, wouldn't yeah. Ryu have a, a skin for the thirtieth anniversary? He's yeah. the only. He's one of the only characters that in, that's been in it since the beginning. Yeah. So you would think he would get one, but whatever. Who am I? I mean, they'll probably add one. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to see Ryu in a tux. That's all. You know? <laughs> with, some, with some, like, Hadouken, uh, like... Cufflinks. Uh, but cufflinks, thank you. You see, this is bad radio. I'm, like, doing the cufflink thing. I can't I know. I'm helping with the words. You still thank good you. with words. Because the Most words the are important. <laughs> yeah. Not always good with gestures, but... So... <laughs> yeah. So it's cool. I think it's yeah. fine. I'm excited about it. I was. What I really want to say is, and I forgot to mention this at the top of the call, you added a Street Fighter thing to the news without me asking. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's special. Uh, there that's wasn't special. a lot of news. <laughs> wow. Can you let she's me have so this bad. one moment? Yes, she's so okay. bad I threw you a bone. you let me have this one moment? <laughs> This is this is this is this is a touching. You see moment, that bone I threw you, and you're just gonna crap it's all over. It's kind of dirty, man. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So, Pax West is coming up. It's Labor Day weekend. Just a couple weeks. I will be there. Yay. Not working for the first time ever. Wow. Nice. Um. Yeah. So. so you'll take you'll take pictures for me though, right? Yeah, I can take pictures for you. What do you want? Cosplay stuff. No, just cool looking crap. Okay. Well, here's you can a, send it to if me. I if I find something that I think is worth writing about, I will write for you, Steve. Oh yeah. Oh, you don't have to, I I I that would be wonderful. However, yeah. I ask only for photographs. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, yes. But we will if, definitely if you find something stuff. amazing, you should write about yeah, what it's like yes. to be there not working. Right. Well, seriously, <laughs> write it up what it's like after you're yeah. done. But yeah. But that's yeah. but but. But that's working. Not if you do it after. <laughs> but it's still. You just you just broke me. It's like, but if you do work, I understand. To talk about not working, then you're working, right? Hit me up on Twitter, people. Tell me if you do work to talk about not working. Are you now working? And what's the statute of limitations on it being? Well, I meant more. Like how long? <laughs> About what it's like to be there, uh, you know, not yeah. not in the as a civilian. yeah as a civilian as opposed to <laughs> as someone who's in the fold. Because I've done it both ways. I've done it as a panelist. I've done press, and I've done um, I've done <clears throat> it both ways. Shut up, Stephen. <laughs> I yeah. really wish you would have had an, more of that really bad soda you're drinking, so I could have made oh you God. make it go through your nose. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've never been a panelist at, at PAX. I mean, I've done it as press, obviously, and then when it first started, I did it as uh, marketing, so I was running booths for mm. 
um, for the company that I worked for, which is always a fun thing. I mean, it, it was fun. Yeah, booths are it's different. All, it's a lot of Tabling work, is it's different. Really exhausting, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Um, which is funny because we were at the very second PAX, uh, where the only other, the only big game company that was there was Ubisoft. Uh. Nobody else was there. It was all in one tiny little hall in the Maidenbauer Center in Bellevue. And, like, the PAX guys, um, uh, whatever their names are, Gabe and... Tycho. 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 Mm-hmm. Gabe and Tycho. They were, um, they were just, like, at the end of the hall, just sitting, signing things. Like, it wasn't crazy crowded right, sure. or anything like that. It was, it was just really yeah. interesting. It's been very interesting to see it grow the way you that it has. You mean Explode. Yes, With events load, like right, that, yeah. though, the less there is to do, the more there is to do, right? Because yeah. you get a bunch of people, that, like right now, everybody's waiting in line for something or going to try and get merch or trying to go do this right. thing. When there's just Ubisoft, it's like, all right, I'm done with that. So let's um, let's go hit up the classic game room. Let's mm-hmm. find yeah. some people and play some Cards Against Humanity. You know, like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I wish that it was still like that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why you go smaller it's, con. It's... <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I like it. I'll get to see my friend. I mean, I see her, I try to see her as much as possible, anyhow. Regina, I don't know if you listened, um, to last week's episode, but I made the terrible, uh, apparently terrible mistake of not telling Steven that I have a friend who works for Fantasy Flight during <laughs> <Yeah>. con season. <laughs> yeah. Let's 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 talk th- let's touch on this again. <laughs> Regina, let me paint a picture for you. Audience, <laughs> let's paint this picture again. One Steven Dutzman, a faithful podcaster for nearing 75 plus episodes. Yes. Almost 2 years me and Nicole have been inseparable once a week at the microphone. Now, admittedly, it's been about 50 episodes since she liked me. I get that. <laughs> but that's like a whole year. <clears throat> and she says it at the beginning of every episode. And Stephen Dutzman, editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming, which she knows is a video game and board game podcast. She has been on my show. <laughs> she knows. And she knows somebody that works PR or is involved with PR, might know somebody that works with PR, Fantasy flight games. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no big. That is the board game equivalent of being like, I got an in with Bethesda and right. I'm not gonna I mean I had no you. idea. I know I know so little about board games that I had no idea how big Fantasy Flight was. Right. So I didn't think right. that it was anything that I should mention. Right. But Regina, she should can be you there. back me up on this? Um Fantasy Flight's kind it's of a big kind deal. Of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, of a big deal. giant. So she deal. she should be there. You know, demoing some crazy games. I walk in there in their room to say hi to her, and the games always look so unbelievably complicated. <laughs> I don't even want to um, go near them. Well, that's their that's their shtick. Yeah. yeah, that's like their whole yeah. their whole thing. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you get like a decent demo of a game like that. It's um, like thirty minutes or whatever. They um, they set they they get it basically all yeah. set up, mm-hmm. and then you take like two yeah. turns. To see that because, like, Star Wars Rebellion, which they have a new expansion coming out, like, that's a four hour board game. Uh huh. Um, but you take like two turns and you know whether or not you like it, right? Oh, okay, because it's one of those like a turn is relatively complicated, so it's like, so you you know, know, if you're willing to to put the time into learning it to actually be able to play, 
Yeah. 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 So when you see her, if you uh, were to maybe, maybe like, maybe email me with her or something, you know, like, you know, introduce me from, a, yeah. from across the country, I would appreciate it. High five. <laughs> Like I said, she doesn't work day to day. She just does certain West Coast. It's specifically West Coast. She, um, she knows somebody. She knows something. Yeah. I'm just giving you. A, I'm just giving you she a lot knows of crap something. because it's funny. It's she really is funny. In, she is in the engaged family gaming community on Facebook. I added her. Her name is Jody Raymond. <laughs> oh, Shout right, out well, Jody <laughs> Raymond. Um, she's, she's she's one of my best friends. So. I don't know. It just didn't occur to me. Anyhow. It's okay. Um, so, yeah. So, Pax. It's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> okay. But Pax. Uh, so, the, the keynote this year is going to be Luke Smith, who is the game director for Destiny 2. Um, and he's been with Bungie for a while, like 10 years. Um, but the interesting thing is, is he started up as a news editor for 1UP.com. If you remember 1UP, that was uh, Ziff Davis's first web venture for games which was later acquired by ign and promptly shut down uh but yeah we can we can get into that story at a different time um so yeah so that's cool so if you're interested in destiny and halo and all that good stuff you can go uh watch his keynote and apparently i haven't checked but look i think it's all all of the programming is up now on the pax yep. west website so yep. you can go see. and take a look and people can watch on start Twitch, to plan out on twitch, twitch. yeah yeah, and you can start to plan out, you know, if you're going to the show, where you're going to go, what you're going to see. I have the, <laughs> the wonderful freedom of being able to do that this year, like, oh, which is so nice. I can be a fangirl. It'll be awesome. Yeah, although if they're having the, the Hearthstone tournaments there again this year, I'm going to be sitting there a lot <laughs> watching those. Why not? Uh, well, they've had it the last two years, so I don't. I wouldn't. Yeah, be, sure. I would be surprised if it wasn't there again. So, um, so yeah. So anytime I'm not on Anna duty, and maybe even sometimes when I am, I will probably be watching Hearthstone stuff as long as they they have a match going on. Um, so anyhow, so yeah, that's that's Pax West coming up soon. Let's see what else. Uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon. We haven't talked about Sun and Moon for a while, but you're going to be able to get a new free Pokemon called. Yep. Salazzle. 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 Okay. Okay. Uh, I know nothing about this Pokemon. Uh, Steven, why don't, you, why don't you tell us about this Pokemon? So, um, it is, um, it's a fire and poison type Pokemon, which is okay. unique typing. Uh, not unique, but it's interesting typing. Uh -huh. Um, you um, specifically, uh, it, what's interesting about him is he has this ability, Corrosion, uh, which allows it to poison Pokemon that would normally be immune to poison, mm. which is um, kind of neat. So a lot of times when you're dealing with competitive play, people will be, will like use a Steel-type Pokemon to mm. be, because they're immune to poison to yeah. kind of avoid some of those status ailments, to kind of resist your you know because poison is a big deal because you use yeah. poison you can you know um pokemon if ever there was a game that's built around status effects like pokemon is the game like some games right. you can just ignore status effects and just go straight damage can't do that with pokemon you really have to dedicate a portion of your team um and so you use a steel guy and you're like hey whatever all your po poison stuff is completely useless man yeah <laughs> um not so much when you have salazzle um because salazzle can poison steel types which is 
that's a big deal. A anything that overrides another Pokemon's defenses is a unique ability. Um, and it's cool um, to add them to your team. Um, you got to go to GameStop. Yep. And ask for the cards. Um, this is going to, your experience may vary wildly depending on how busy your GameStop is and whether you know them. Um, if you are going to get multiple copies, because for example, if your household is like mine and you have four copies of Pokemon Sun and or Moon in it, <laughs> um, you have to bring all four players because most stores will oh, not give you four right. cards just because you ask for them. So you have to, so I, I did that before I went and I was like, Hey, you know, could I get one for me and my kids and my wife? There's four of us. And he's like, nah, bro, where's your kids? Where's your wife? And I'm like, I get it. I get it. it I don't look like I would have children just by looking at me. I understand. But, yeah. um, you know, so then I bring in the wife and the kids and we just, you know, get all, yeah. and we have to go one by one, get our stuff. So, yeah. um, so just keep that in mind if yeah. you're, you know. But if you have multiple copies of Pokemon in the house, you probably already know that because uh, this is not the first time I've done the card promotion. But Salazzle looks pretty cool. I mean, he's kind of purple and red and gross. He's got an ability <laughs> called Sludge Bomb or as a move. I'm sorry. It's not an ability. Um, so I'm fine with it. It's neat. Yeah. I'm going to go get it. We're going to go. I think I'm supposed to go tomorrow with the family to go pick up our copies. Cool. Uh, so other stuff that's happening next week, Uncharted Lost Legacy is coming out. I didn't realize it was happening so fast. Are you getting it? Uh, probably. I don't know if I'll get it right away. I don't know. We'll just see. <laughs> Sounds so wow. not excited. That's, that's super, that's I like mean, the no. opposite of me. No, see, the, the problem here is that I just started Fallout 4. Um... And was playing it this morning, actually, and made myself sick, even though I was wearing my C-band. So that was kind of um, discouraging. Mm. Uh, but we can talk about that when we're talking about what we're playing. But I just started Fallout 4, which is a huge, huge game. Um, and I love Uncharted and, you know, that type of gameplay I actually like more than the uh, open world RPG stuff. So, uh, so yeah. So I don't know. It's really cool that this is... Um, this is about um, Chloe and Nadine. No Nathan Drake here. It's pretty awesome that it's just about those two characters. They've been in the other um, Uncharted games, but, you know, I, I think it's super cool that we've got two uh, strong women as That's the main awesome. characters. So, yeah, so that comes out next week. I probably will get it. Again, I, I don't know if how, how soon I'll get it. I mean, budget I price. It's only 40 There's that. Oh, is it really? It's only yeah, it's 40 cheaper. Oh, it's shorter. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I'll confirm that in case I because I don't want to get yeah. beat up. Yeah. No. 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 You're right. There's a little ad on IGN. <laughs> that says, "Well, they're the the deal. The deal is thirty nine eighty eight, which is yeah, probably thirty nine eighty eight eleven cents cheaper than you would get at Amazon. other places." <laughs> so there's that. Uh, what else is happening? Yep. We happy few. Now, well, before we go to the next okay, thing, though, okay. I wanted okay. to mention this. I just, um, I didn't want to interrupt you. Um, if you don't like open world stuff, it is worth mentioning that this particular game is open world. Oh, well, I that's not what I that's not what I meant by. I understand. Uh, okay, I just throwing that information like... out to you because I don't know if you read yeah. about the. It was in a preview no, thing that no. I read, and I didn't know if you knew yet, so I wanted to share that information. Okay, I'm looking thanks. out for you. That's all. Right. Yes. Yeah, it's too many open world games, you know. Like, I mean, Horizon was open world too, so um, yeah. Yeah, but it was so good. I know. That DLC soon. 
Oh, DLC. right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, so um, We Happy Few, which I think is this game that looks amazingly interesting, uh, is finally having a release date. It's going to come out in April of 2018 on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It's already mm-hmm. on PC in early access. Mm-hmm. Um, Xbox but, One also. Oh, yeah. So if, you, if you've if you paid for the thing in early access, you're going to get the full um, game for, for free. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, this game looks... It's so cool. It's like this... It's got like a Bioshocky type vibe. Definitely but does. Like, yeah, people are like in the story is that people are forced to take this drug called joy, which kind of keeps them in this you know magical fairyland, so they don't see how terrible the world really is. And it's I don't. Know. I mean, I don't know the whole story, but it it just looks super cool, and it's not coming out till April of next year, which means I have time to finish some games before it comes out, and I want to play. Yep. So. <laughs> it should be relatively short too, so I think it's going to be one of those like bite-sized experiences, which I think is great. Yeah, yeah, because the first time the first time we heard about it was actually uh, Xbox press conference ID the the ID to Xbox session of the Xbox pre- uh, press conference at E3 was where it was originally announced. So, um, so yeah, well, so I'm looking forward to that. They're already making a movie uh, out of it. That's interesting. What? Really? Yeah, it says at the bottom. For Compulsion Games, an eerie adventure, which is getting a film adaptation. Oh. It's interesting. Yeah, I should do a film adaptation. Of, I want my film adaptation of Bioshock. Where is no, that? Don't. Yes, no, I you do. Don't. You there don't. would be... So, so here's what it would have to be, though. It's the prequel. Like, you get to see Rapture as it was before the fall. Okay. That would make an awesome movie. There doesn't have to be any... There's not gameplay thing around that. You'd learn right. the story of... Andrew Ryan and why he built Rapture and how he built Rapture and how some of the other characters came to be. And then like you would end the movie with sort of the crazy fall that happens that would lead right into the first game. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't want that. <laughs> yeah, you I do. do. You do. You know what? I wanted Transformers movies once upon a time. <laughs> I did, man. I was like, oh, man. Guys, Transformers. Think about it. Giant robots on the screen, gonna be super awesome, and yeah, look what I got. And I, I kind of believe, considering how much you love Bioshock, and I'm not knocking how much you love Bioshock. I love people being fans of things. I think if they screw up a Bioshock movie, you would be just as much, if not more, heartbroken by that as I am by Bayformers. <laughs> yeah, probably. It so, just—I don't know. It just seemed to make so much sense to me. There's so much story oh, there that oh, has absolutely. not been touched on you know so anyhow so it's yeah, interesting think, that this is getting a movie well, yeah why don't we wish for rapture the uh hbo original yeah that would be cool that would totally right? be cool you yeah. need something for after game of thrones because <laughs> when game of thrones is over like i don't know i think the two of you are going to be inconsolable <laughs> For at least a month. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, um, you can listen to us talk about all our predictions for next year. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm talking about when it's over. Oh, you mean over. when it's oh, over, when the show over. itself oh, is over. Okay. Yeah. Like, when the they're show gonna, they're is doing, over. Um, they're, uh, it hasn't been completely confirmed, but it's most likely they're doing a spin-off. Yeah. That oh, will be the prequel. Well, and we have Westworld, and yeah. as far as I'm concerned, Westworld is the next yeah, I haven't, big one. Yeah, I haven't started Westworld. I like Westworld. I yeah. so Isaac wants... Isaac wants to watch it because, like, I would watch it by myself, 
when he's not around, mm-hmm. which, you know, happens a lot, especially when he's working like, and, you know, away. across the ocean. Yeah. Um, but he's like, he wants to watch it. So if I watch something by myself and he gets all mad, like last year, he expected me to not watch the second episode of Game of Thrones until he got back from England. And I'm like, are you mad? There is no way. You cannot expect this of me. So, you know what? We've got HBO now. You can load that up on your computer. I will watch it. You can watch it. Right. We can talk about it when you get back because there's no way I am not watching that. Yeah, that's why. I, well, that's why I waited out. this weekend was, or while I was away was so I could, Chris and I could watch it together. And I was like, oh, I, bet, I hope yeah. you know how much I love you. That. He's like, have you seen spoilers? And I'm like, well, I haven't read anything. But even just scrolling through Facebook, I keep seeing pictures of it because right. I've been clicking on every yeah. link associated with it this season. So it's like half of my, yes. half of my, um, my Facebook feed are yep. terrible things that are going on in the world, and the other half are terrible things that are happening in <laughs> Westeros. So, <laughs> yes, right. Well, I'm very thankful that I only get tagged in in one half. Of yes, those. yes. Be be yeah. very happy. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right, so so we happy for you, April 2018. So let's see, other news. This is one through all of my news, but uh, Steve, apparently Steve and Crackdown 3 got delayed. What's up with that? Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, we, we knew it was getting delayed. It looked shaky to begin with when they showed it at E3. Um, it is being delayed to spring 2018, so it's a spring okay. date. It was supposed to be... Um, it, it was supposed to be... Uh, released November 7th, which is the same mm-hmm. day as the Xbox One X. Um, oh. And it's getting pushed back. Um, so what this means is there is no flagship launch title for the Xbox One X. Mm. <laughs> um, which I think is disappointing. Um, yeah. They needed... If you're going to do this, like if you're going to change the games industry, which is what yeah. they're doing, right? Like sony did the ps4 pro but really they did the ps4 pro as the first shot knowing that microsoft was doing what they were doing right like they they did it um microsoft is the one making noise they announced it earlier etc yeah um if you're gonna do this you gotta make it worth it and right now i don't think they are um because there's no game um there was never gonna be an exclusive game because that's not the point of microsoft they don't want that anymore they want everything to play you know um but i'm this is this is disappointing for them, um, yes. but I think it makes sense because the thing is they don't want Crackdown. I mean, Crackdown two was not great, mm. um, and so they want Crackdown three to kind of reinvigorate the franchise because they need first party franchises because they have virtually none, um, and yeah. two of their quote unquote big ones are Halo and Gears, which. I'm sorry for fans of those franchises, but the games industry in general is growing out of those yeah. series. Yeah. Um, no one cares about Gears of War as much anymore. Maybe not no one, but the industry itself, you know, Gears of War is just dudes in armor with guns, right? We, we get that other places or we get yeah. better things. Um, and so they need to fix this. And I, so it makes sense that they delay it, but man, it doesn't bode well for the X. With that said, there are fans that were going to buy the X because it future proofs them and they're going to get it because they know they'll be that the games will come out eventually. Yeah. yeah. Um, on the upside, Crackdown 3 has Terry Crews in it. Um, <laughs> and so that's hilarious. Um, wasn't that, some... wasn't that the guy that you wanted to do the voice for someone in Overwatch? For Doomfist? That that person? Yeah. So here's the thing. Now that Doomfist actually exists, 
first of all, let me yeah. just say, uh, nerf Doomfist. Nerf him hard because he is overpowered. <laughs> Holy crap, is he overpowered? But um, and don't just tell me I gotta get good. He's he's OP. <laughs> Um, but uh, now, oh man, I'm definitely bad at games. But no, 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 no. like a, a a average played Doomfist just owns everyone. It's crazy. Um, but the um, but so Doomfist is like this very serious, like Darth Vader voice kind of dude with okay. a very African accent. Oh, okay. And Terry Crews is not that guy. Like, I don't think he can do <laughs> serious. Like, he can do angry. And now that I see the character, I really don't think Terry Crews fits that character at all. Yeah. Um. So I think they made the right decision, even if it's not the right decision. You know what I mean? I think Terry <laughs> Crews would be awesome. What I think they should do is create a character specifically to be Terry Crews. Uh, like, yes. they should just make a dude that's Terry Crews. I'm fine with that. But <laughs> you just can't make it be Doomfist, because... Doomfist is, like, some of his skins and everything are, like, you know, African spirits and stuff. Like, it just doesn't yeah. work. Because yeah. Terry Crews does not sound like like a, like a like an authentic African man. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. But this Trying is to the be same careful person. how to say it, but you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. This is the same person that is in Crackdown 3. Mm. Yes. Yes. That was, and that's... That was what I was trying to say. <laughs> but, that's, but that's great. Because Crackdown 3 is stupid. Right. And it's about a paramilitary organization in the United States. And so he's just a guy in the army. Yeah. That's perfect. It's perfect for that. Um, he just doesn't fit in Overwatch because specifically the lore surrounding that character. That's all. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, Terry Crews should absolutely be in everything. <laughs> I, I, don't know why he, I don't know why Terry Crews wasn't in Frozen. Because <laughs> Terry Crews makes literally everything better, so, um, so Blizzard, please find a way to put Terry Crews in everything into uh, Overwatch. They could come up with a skin for over for like if they let him, like if he lets them, they could come up with a skin for Doomfist that is literally Terry Crews. Yeah, and they could just change his voice for that skin. That's fine. That happens in games all the time. Yeah, and I would be fine with that. And my God, we would never see any skin for him other than Terry Crews. It'd be just... <laughs> it'd be Terry Crews all so, over the place. It'd be Terry <laughs> Crews all day. I would buy that skin. I don't even play Doomfist. That would be against my normal rules, but I would add... Oh, well, you can't really buy it, but you yeah. can. It's just a pain in the in the, in the the butt. So, yeah. but there's other news too. So we got Crackdown. Okay. It's delayed just to spring, which doesn't mean anything, but that could mean that it's even pumped out of this fiscal year. Yeah. That's kind of intense. Um, all right, so next couple things. Um, we do know <clears throat> that the next uh, pack of characters for Injustice 2 will be revealed at Gamescom. Um, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, we, uh, let's see here. Now, have either of you guys ever played Rock of Ages? It sounds familiar. Yeah, I feel that way The too. one with the, 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 the rock with the face on it that you roll down the hill. And it's all the different no. art styles. No, no, I haven't played that. Okay, so there is a game that is a <coughs> excuse me. There is a game. It was called Rock of Ages. That was a bowling tower defense uh, mashup. Okay. 
um, where you rolled a ball down a hill and the goal was to knock down your opponent's defenses. And it was like this sphere with like a face on it. Um, and the, one of the big reasons why it was interesting is because it really kind of experimented with all these different art styles. Uh-huh. Like from literal art history, mm-hmm. you know, uh-huh. cubist and, you know, all that stuff. So now the new one is called Rock of Ages 2 Bigger and Bolder. You know how Boulder is spelled. You know it. B-O-U-L-D-E-R. And this time you go through various periods of history and art. So um, Egyptian art, etc. It is coming to PS4, Xbox One, and PC on August 28th. So this little strategy game will be coming out alongside Mario vs. Rabbids. Um, Sorry, Rock of Ages. But I think it is interesting. This is one of those games that's really kind of cool. It's like a Monty Python kind of game is really what you got to feel like. Yeah. You know, because it's dumb. It's got a real stupid sense of humor. I mean, think about it. It's called Rock of Ages 2 Bigger and Bolder. Um, yeah. But, I, but uh, this is one of those, you know, it's it's going to be cheap. It's going to be neat. It'll probably be on PS Plus and Xbox Live Gold at some point. So just yeah. keep your eye on that. Cool. Um, And lastly, let me see here. Trying to see if there was anything else that mattered. I mean, the last thing is Gamescom is this weekend. Or not Gamescom. Gen Con is this weekend. Right. So Gen, Gen Con. Con 50. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Like board gaming. Chicago. So, Gen Con is essentially the E3 of board yep. games. Mm. It's huge. Everybody's going to be there. It's in Indianapolis. Um, man, so many games have gotten announced in the last, like, three days. I know, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what to do. It's such a weird place to have a convention. It's cheap. Yeah. It's cheap. Okay, yeah, there you go, I guess. It's cheap. Um, And it's where it's always been, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I know it's always been there, but it was just like... At this point, it's like a legacy thing. Although, when Indiana did their thing... Yeah. And we don't talk a lot about politics here, but when, it, when Indiana had their moment where they were being rather difficult, yeah. um, Gen Con was like, well, then we're moving. Yeah, I remember that. Oh. Um, and they were like, because I bet you Seattle will take us. And Seattle was like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, and I bet you Boston will take us. And Boston yeah. was like, yeah. Um, and so here we are. Uh, but they obviously that's not an issue anymore per se, mm-hmm. and so they're staying, and they re-signed a new contract, and they're there for, like, another 10 years, but it's the 50th anniversary of Gen Con, it's a very big deal. Wow. Um, some noteworthy announcements, uh, the fourth edition of Twilight Imperium was announced, that's a $150 board game right there, but mm-hmm. a very specific subset of nerds lost their mind <laughs> when that was announced. Like, a very niche audience, just immediately, it was like a bill for them. It was like, alright, 150 bucks, just automatic... No questions. Um, lots of cool stuff. And there's stuff that's still going to get announced at the show floor. And what's really cool is this is where all the meetings happen. This is where the deals are made. So there's going to be announcements made. It's just kind of like E3, right? Like the people mm-hmm. are in meetings all day. So we, who knows what stuff is going to come out of Gen Con. I think cool. I, I talked to Rob Daviau, the guy that did Legacy Games. He has 34 meetings over two days <laughs> with various people. Wow. Um, I mean, so that's going to be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. So that's that's that. Um, keep your eye on engagefamilygaming.com for big announcements that come out of the place. I'll be talking about it next week. Cool. All right. 
Is there anything else? Or should we move into what nope, we're playing? Nope, we can move into what we're playing. <laughs> okay. I'll go ahead and start since I sort of started earlier anyhow. Played some more Fallout 4. Made myself sick this morning, which was very disappointing. Um, it made myself sick because I was in a dark area and having to look around for things. So when I have to look around a Don't lot, do that. that uh, yeah, <laughs> makes me sick. And our, our television is in our rec room, which is downstairs. Like our basement isn't like a normal basement. It's like a half basement because our house is sort of um, situated on like a hill. So, yep. you know, you've got the main level and then the bottom level is actually the ground level uh, at the other place. Anyhow, so we don't have curtains on the windows down there. So we get huge amounts of glare on the television. And when you're playing something like Fallout 4, huge, amount, huge amounts of glare on the television is a very bad thing. <laughs> it makes it very hard uh, to navigate. So that's why I made myself sick. But. Even though I made myself sick, I switched over and tried out um, Slime Rancher based on Steven's recommendation. Did it make and you puke? It, I had to stop. <laughs> but it was, I, I think it's just because already I was gone. already sick from Fallout. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it seems really cool. I made the mistake of uh, staying outside uh, when it's nighttime, which is not something you should do because the really crazy big black slimes come and eat Yeah, you. don't mess with those. Yeah. <laughs> so, well the thing is, is i didn't realize that it was getting late and then i got lost i didn't know like which way was back to my uh my little house so um yeah so that happened i didn't play for very long but it seems cool i'm sure i'm sure i'll play it some more um it's funny um especially the big ones that you can't like suck into your gun like you suck them and you hold on to them and then you shoot them yeah. um but the the face that they make when you when you have them like attached to your gun is hilarious so um so yeah so very much liking that playing some more hearthstone the expansion is out now uh it's cool i i had like 22 i want to say like 22 packs um to open by the time you know it it was released because i had saved up like 2000 gold and then there were some free ones Yep. Um, I got like one legendary, and I forget who it was. Um, but one of the things that's that's different in in this um, expansion is there's a new uh, gameplay feature called Life Steal, uh, which minions that have Life Steal, whenever they do damage, they heal your hero the amount that they did damage for. Yep. And the other thing is every class now has this sort of alt hero type thing that you can uh, use, basically turning your hero into another hero. Uh, which a couple classes had that before. There's like um, Lord Jaxus um, for the warlock uh, yeah. class, but the, so every every hero class now has one of those um, types of things, uh, which is neat. It's pretty cool. It changes your hero power, gives you some some shields. The the hunter one actually is really it's really kind of funny because your hero power becomes the the ability to craft a zombie beast. Um, which it's just, it's, it's really dumb. You're just combining two cards basically. Um, but the fact that it's called a zombie, I thought was hilarious. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so anyhow, I mean, I'm, you know, playing around with it. I haven't done a lot with the new cards. Uh, Steve, Steve Lubitz posted a deck for me. Um, I, I saw that. I saw you guys talking. <laughs> yeah. Super so, happy. Yeah. So he I, is I, the I, man. He yeah. has a podcast now too. Did you see it? No. No, Dude, his podcast it. is so cool. Finish what you're saying, and then I'm going to talk about it because I need to look up the name. It's actually okay. awesome. 
the okay. way he does it. No, it's just super rad. Okay. Is it, it's all about Hearthstone? Or is it oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. It's 100% a Hearthstone podcast, but the way he does it is super cool. So I'm, gonna, I'm going on Twitter to look it up right now. You okay. All right, continue. cool. Yeah, so, so he posted a deck for me, so I used that. I didn't have all the cards in that deck. I was missing, like, three legendaries, I think. And so I padded it out with, like, um, a couple minions, like one of the new minions with Lifesteal. And then rather than padding it out with all regular minions, I put Prince um, Malkazar in there because he automatically shuffles five random legendaries into oh, your yeah. deck at the beginning of the game. I've seen that yeah. card. And, like... Lots of times I've I have gotten the legendary that, you wanted, that were yeah. on Steve Lewis's list. Yeah. So nice. um so it works okay. I'm still uh, kind of learning how to use that that deck a little bit, but um but yeah. And then other than that, still cooking dash. <laughs> I've also the other <laughs> so so funny. The other night, so I was out of they call them supplies and cooking dash, which is basically you need ten of these uh to play a level. So I was out of that, so I couldn't play any levels. Um, and then something was wrong with Heart. I forget what was going on in Hearthstone. I couldn't play it or whatever. But we have this other game that's on the iPad. I think Isaac originally downloaded it for Anna because he thought it was like a preschool like word learning game. But it's not. It's like one of it's called Word Cookies. It's like one of those where you try to make as many words out of uh, letters that are given to you as possible. Um, and so there was one I was playing last night that I could not figure out. Like I had all the all the words except for one on the list and I just could not figure out what the word was. And I got into bed and right as I was falling asleep, I figured out what that word was. I'm like, oh, it's it's so insane to me that my so my part of my brain was still thinking about right. that when I went to sleep. <laughs> so. well, that always happens to me. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever I've been playing, I remember having very vivid yeah. World of Warcraft dreams when I was deep into it and where I was yeah. flying on a griffin it's, and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's just like that that's cool. It's just funny yep. to me that it was a word yeah. game. <laughs> that did that oh god, me. I've had like uh. dreams with bejeweled falling from the sky that I needed like gem gems <laughs> I needed to like match and like oh god, like I couldn't get it out of my head. <laughs> like <laughs> running around with a bucket, bucket trying to catch the falling gems. I mean, it's just right. dumb. <laughs> dumb. Wow. Is, That's well, awesome. <laughs> a very vivid dreaming That's life. That's just how it works. Yeah. That's how it works. So, okay, right in um, there. so yeah. So, so that's it then for me. Okay, Stephen, go ahead and talk about um, Steve's okay. podcast. So his podcast is called Off Curve. O-F-F Curve. So you can find mm-hmm. it on Twitter at Off Curve. Um, that is a card game reference. Off curve means to cast a spell that is not of the appropriate mana cost for the turn that you were on. If you want to really know what that means, just tweet at Wicked Good on Twitter. They'll tell you um, because that's his job now because he's, he's a, running a, a podcast. He's a Hearthstone right. podcaster. Um, they're, they're eight episodes deep, but here's what's awesome about this. He records his podcast while he is commuting. <laughs> so like while he is driving, he's just talking to a microphone um, about... Hearthstone, so it's super casual. It's a one-man show. The episodes are relatively short. He is a well-spoken person. Yeah. He's been on a lot of podcasts. His voice is very slow and clear. It's one of the reasons why I, I've been on panels with him a, a few times, and he and I have really not interacted very much. Um, he is... So, if you listen to me, to give you an idea, if you listen to me and you go, holy crap, Steve, you have way too much energy and you're crazy, then... He's perfect 
because he is literally the opposite of me. Right. Um, I don't know. I I, I should have looked it up. I don't know what episode it was, but he he's been a guest um, here on oh, yeah. Gaming with the Moms a while he ago. He's been on here before. Um, yeah. He's. I mean, he is a. I mean, he he does a show with uh, called Isometric with Brianna Wu right. and a couple other people where they talk about tech. Um, and so, and he, even before that they did, uh, was it Relay or something? They've done, he's been on podcasts for a very long time. Um, okay. he is very, you know, he's very well-spoken, very knowledgeable. Hearthstone is his jam. Um, yep. he's really latched onto this game. Um, and he is as knowledgeable about it as you can be without being a professional, which I mm. think gives him... A certain level of um like he has the authority without being a jerk about it and i'm not to say right. that all professionals are jerks but like he is capable of explaining it without being a giant nerd you know <laughs> and i mean that like so that th these are all positive things you know it's hard yeah. when you're teaching people games at a high level to not nerd out like omg yeah. nerd out and he's very good at right. it so um I, if you are interested in hearthstone um and especially considering how short the episodes are relatively um i'd look up off curve because i think it's a uh, it's pretty neat concept i especially really appreciate the idea of uh recording a podcast like solo while you because <laughs> i mean yeah. whatever right. <laughs> i couldn't do uh, that i would lose my mind yeah i wouldn't be able to do that yeah that's too much <laughs> Yeah. Who would who would want to listen to um. me freak out in my car? <laughs> I mean, tweet at me if you want that because I'll do it. But I don't know if that's what you want. If the public wants it, you will uh. provide it for my public. Hey, cat. <laughs> yeah, sorry, cat. <laughs> Drive by. She'll be back. So, uh, Regina, what have you been playing? Um, I haven't had any time to game. I've been too busy being because you've been too busy at the beach. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't played anything. But um, my daughter... That's a humble brag. Right. right. <laughs> I'm in too busy with my feet in the sand, the ocean. <laughs> um, I did, uh, because we had long drives for all of these, um, download a couple of new games. Sorry, I have a cat visiting, hoping she doesn't short out my mic, because she does do that on occasion. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> more, she's more likely to do that in winter. Um, yeah. Uh, I bought a couple of new new iPad games for my daughter to play. Um, one that um, I was quite surprised at. Apparently, she had played on my friend's daughter's iPad. Um, I don't remember uh -huh. the name of it off the top of my head, but it's a strawberry shortcake game. Um, looks like an ice cream shop. Ring any, okay. ring sure. any bells to anybody? I was particularly surprised at how educational it was. <laughs> Like well, the educational sure. value it had. I mean, it's not it's not aimed as an educational game, but essentially you have to you have a customer come up and you have to make a specific either ice cream cone or um, they get progressively harder as the game you know moves on. And she's already on like level seventy four of this. Um, I know, wow. uh, but she had a lot of help because <laughs> I like this kid. I like this kid. <laughs> she had it out when. Um, we were staying with friends of mine. Um, a friend of mine was visiting from San Diego and her family. And um, she jumped on and went back and, like, redid all the levels she couldn't get full three stars on to get her three stars, like, on all the levels she hadn't gotten three stars on and helped her through, like, some of the difficult ones yeah. and that kind of stuff. So she's had a little help with it. But you essentially have to match um, the colors that they give you the picture and you have to do everything in order. And it has to be specific to the order or else, you know, you don't, you know 
you know, make the order and you have to throw it away. Yeah. Um, but watching the dexterity and how quickly she picked up on it uh, was really awesome. And I was really pleased. And I think it was only like five ninety nine for the whole game. I had bought the free one at first to see if she was interested. And she played it so, so much right. and was so engaged. I was like, fine, I'll spend $6 for this. Um, but that yeah. was my sanity maker while she's been in the car for right. over uh, 12 hours in the last week and a half. So, yeah, she's done great. Yeah. So I highly recommend the cool. strawberry awesome. shortcake cool. ice cream shop game, which I don't know what <laughs> okay. the whole name of it is. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so... Is that it then, yes. Regina? Just yes. your daughter's just strawberry shortcake. Daughter, strawberry. Okay. I've only been playing strawberry shortcake ice cream shop. I sad but true. <laughs> <laughs> I was sunburned though, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Stephen. What have you been playing? Whew, um, a bunch of stuff, uh, which is kind of fun. Um, so I'll I will spare you all the details. Um, I did okay. pick up a new game on Steam. Uh, called Castles and Kingdoms, uh, which is, um, it's $10, which is great. Um, and it is a, it's a city building game with a very, um, like a very minimalist art style. I want to say it's like a step above Minecraft in that it's not voxels, but it's very simple. Um, it is, it has the distinction of being the first game to be crowdfunded on Fig, which is oh, the okay. the one where you actually invest in the games, um, yeah. and because of its success, Fig actually paid out two to one to investors. Wow. Um, this game is, and I mean this with no under no uncertain terms, this game is going to blow up over time on Steam. Um, so, I mean, get in now, enjoy it, play it. Um, I expect that it'll get lots of support from the developer. Um, I think it's sitting at like something like 90 something percent positive reviews on hmm. steam when i looked at it last um it's it's a ten dollar city building game um set in like cool. a medieval time um what i really like about it is it has a mode where there are no um like bad guys oh like nothing bad will happen <laughs> that's cool so whereas in most games right you get raided right. enemy armies show yeah. up etc this one really lets you just play and you just deal with the um it's like a di it's not even an easy mode because it still has challenges there are still fail states but there's never going to be like viking hordes rolling in to destroy and burn your streets which um i think is a great way for younger players yeah. to buy into yeah. these kind of games it's an awesome gateway um it's kind of like sim city was right yeah. remember where sim yeah, city yeah. like back in the day where you could play and just, just mess play, around yeah. um this is a similar type thing um so i highly recommend that um, on mobile, because um, I've been bouncing around with that, um, I played um, about two hours of Cartoon Network's Steven Universe Attack the Light, which is <laughs> okay. basically a turn-based role-playing game in the Steven oh, Universe. Right. universe. Yeah. Um, it's really good. <laughs> um I mean, you sound surprised. I, I don't really even like how crazy. Like I don't even really know what to say because it's <laughs> right. like it's really good. You just um, you have a certain number of stars. That's that's your like action points, and everybody uh -huh. your whole team has a certain number of action points that their different abilities. 
use, um, and you can't attack with everyone every turn. It's just not possible, mm. um, at least not initially. And so you really have to make careful decisions on, okay, am I going to use this person's attack because it attacks everything on the screen? Am I going to focus fire on one enemy? Um, there's exploration elements. Um, the controls are very simple. You know, you swipe to move through rooms. Uh, you remove one room at a time, kind of like an old school RPG, mm -hmm. only it's, you know, a different perspective. Um, the animation is cute. I, I will be the first to admit that I know almost nothing about Steven Universe. Um, yeah. It's like all the rage with nerds right now, but I just, I'm just not in it. Um, but <laughs> um, I'm playing this game because the sequel is coming out very soon because uh, it's called Save the Light. And that will be on PC. That will actually be on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Oh. Um, and so this is like the sequel, the the prequel to that. So I'm, you know, kind of getting involved in that. Um, and what else have I played? Um, I played a lot of Slime Rancher. That game is freaking good. <laughs> it is. Um, and I've started to get back into. I'm back in the Overwatch grind. Mm. And I'm very happy about it. Um, because the Overwatch Olympics event is happening. Yes. Um, and, you'll, and you guys will be so proud. Remember a couple weeks ago I told you that one of the skins for uh, Zarya is, uh, looks just like one of my ex-girlfriends? <laughs> right. I yeah. got that skin. And I, uh, so, that's, so that's my Zarya from now on. And my wife is a little weirded out by that, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, she's like, why are you? Never yeah. mind. She, just, she started the question. <laughs> Have you ever just want to started the question and just, uh, just ended it in, before you finished it? That was yeah. that moment. Um, and that's when I learned that Doomfist was overpowered because Doomfist is crazy. It's crazy good. Um, if you like playing competitive Overwatch, learn Doomfist right now and just ride that hard for yeah. a while until they nerf him as they're supposed to. Yeah. Um, and I watched a bunch of Dota 2 last week because it was the international. Yeah. So that was an interesting experience. Watching Dota 2 is kind of like watching the World Cup soccer. Like, I kind of know what's happening, but I really don't. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, I get it. Kickball in goal, but, like, the strategy is a little <laughs> bit beyond me. Um, I get it. Destroy your enemies ancient. Fine. Um, yeah. But speaking of Dota, because it was on ESPN2 and it's been all over the place, anybody that is interested in learning it, Arthur Geese just recently left Polygon. His last mm -hmm. article was a review of Dota 2, yes. which I bookmarked it as the single best written explanation of a MOBA in print. Like, wow. he explained it in like 200-something words, like, this is how this game is. Like, you could yeah. literally read it, and that one three-paragraph block takes someone from a new player who has no idea what's going on to be able to see a little bit of the Matrix, which hmm. that's hard for a game like yes. that. So um, shout out to Arthur Geese. Uh, yeah. Leading, but do you know him? Yeah. Yes, yes. I work with him at IGN. Um, I'm sad that he was in Polygon because um, he uh, he honestly uh, was out there, right? He was really the only um, sort of uh, super game enthusiast reviewer that I would ever pay attention to. So I'm kind of upset that he's leaving. <laughs> he was like, if I really wanted to know what, about a game, I would look for Arthur's review. Well, he's he still going to be it. around doing yeah. uh, his podcast. Uh, yeah. He does Rebel FM uh, yes. with those guys. But 
Um, they swear a little bit more than I'm comfortable with, so I, I don't listen to all that often. But, um, but he is. But if you're looking to know what it is, um, that is the single best explanation of a MOBA, and that's why I really wanted to bring up Dota 2. Not because I think yeah. anybody here particularly is listening, but if you are interested in watching Dota or like want to know what is a, what it's about, read his review. Uh, just go to Polygon, look it up. Um, it is absolutely will help it. it. It will make it so that you could then watch it and you'd understand what they're doing. Because I think cool. he really distilled it. Um, it feels like he's been working on that description for a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he was like, I'm going to do this. This is going to be my last thing. And they let him do it. Um, yeah. Go figure. The first comment was a bunch of people, sh- like, shitting on him. But whatever. Of course. Welcome to the Yeah, internet. no, no. He was up here um, for the international. Uh, so, yeah. so, yeah. So, he's doing lots of research for watching it and understanding everything. And All yeah, that. Arthur well, he, is great. He said that he put, like, 5,000 hours into the game. Yeah, he is, he is amazing. I am sad that... Um, that I don't have, but he was my go. Like I said, he was my go-to reviewer who I still trusted. So I'm sad that 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 he's gone doing that. But like you said, he's still going to be around. And I think he's he. The reason he left is because he's doing a master's of fine art or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Oh somewhere. no, he's going yeah. to do art. Like he's yeah going to create stuff. He's probably going to do some freelance stuff, is what he said because it's money. Yeah. But no, yeah, he's, he's he's an amazing artist too. Absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, so shout out to Arthur. Um, I follow him on Twitter, so I'm sure I'll yeah. still, you know, anyhow. Um, all right, so that's it then, Stephen? That is it. Okay, all right, well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or other feedback, you can send an email to gamingwiththemoms at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at gamingwithmoms. Regina is from the Geek Embassy, and she's author of the forthcoming book, Mothering the Game. Uh, we talked a little bit about what's going on at the Geek <laughs> Embassy, but is there anything that you want to talk about besides our Game of Thrones yes, podcast? Yes, um, we are going to be presenting, we just found out, at Rose City Comic Con, um, which nice. is here in Portland at the Oregon Convention Center, September 8th through 10th. We're presenting on Sunday at 3 p.m. in Room 7, I think. Um, the same panel we did recently at Wizard World Con, which was um, Capes and Baskets, um, what fairy tales can teach us about su- superheroes. So we'll cool. be presenting that. And if you're going to be there, hit me up. I should have some swag for people. Nice. So if you see nice. me and if you're a fan of this or um, um, the Geek Embassy, just say hi and I should have some swag for you. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Uh, Steve. <laughs> wow. Steven is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming. What's going on, Steven? Man, listen, we got stuff up on a YouTube channel now. <laughs> uh, we got our yeah. uh, parents' perspective on Slime Rancher, uh, which went up just a few days ago. Um, I highly recommend that you watch that um, because, and even if you want to play it on mute because you don't want to listen to me, I would totally not be offended. <laughs> Um, it, the gameplay capture was actually my eight year old. Oh, um, nice. so, nice. uh, we are, uh, doing a thing now basically where, uh, whenever it's a kid appropriate game, 
I will not be playing the games for our um, for our videos. I will be letting the kids do it while I am not there. And then I will cool. talk over them and, you know, explain what they're doing or try and figure out what they're doing, as uh, <laughs> happened a few times in that. Yeah. So um, I highly recommend it. It's super interesting. And also, if you're interested in knowing what Slime Rancher is and you want and you have 20 minutes to spend or so or less, just click yeah. on that video, watch it. You get a pretty good idea what it looks like pretty fast. Yeah. Um, cool. And I explain some of the, you know, some of the minor stuff so you can kind of get started in the game. Um as far as other stuff, um, this week's episode of the e uh, Engage Family Gaming Podcast, um, specifically titled Engage Family Gaming Podcast, if in case anyone wants to get super technical, is super rad because I interviewed Eric Rogers. He is the showrunner of Skylanders Academy. How about that for a get for my uh, for cool. a guest? Um, he is also uh, the voice of Crash Bandicoot in the show. Because you'll know Crash Bandicoot mm. doesn't talk, but in the show he does. Um, and he, uh, so okay. he is that voice. He may or may not be sending me a Crash, uh, an audio file of Crash Bandicoot saying, get your family game on. Nice. Maybe. Nice. That would be awesome. Be awesome. Um, and he's going to come back later on this year after uh, the, the second season has been announced. And he's going to try to help me get uh, the voice of Chaos. Nice. Which would be amazing. Yeah. If I could get Chaos to say, get your family game on wow. of Doom <laughs> or something, um, that'd be awesome. I'm just, so I so that's the main things. We're just keeping going. We got Gamescom coming up this week. Or not Gamescom. We have Gen Con coming up this week. Gamescom next week. Um, so it's going to be super busy covering news and all stuff, all that stuff. So, man, we're just, it's getting it's getting exciting. It's getting exciting, guys. Also, the EFG show is returning in two weeks. Bye. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, once again, thanks so much for listening, and we will be back with you next week. Bye. Bye.